Hi, we're back with another Take 5 for Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. I promised you I'd be back on the weekend, and here it is Sunday. But I didn't think I'd be back talking about something like this. Guess what happened? If you haven't heard, and it's just breaking today, and I tell you, I'm so proud of the fact that uh, I think I had the first story up about this in Canada. Guess what? Volomodar Zelensky, Justin Trudeau of Canada did on Friday. They invited a 98-year-old veteran to attend Zelensky's speech to Parliament on Friday. Of course, Zelensky was here with his big bag to have it filled by Justin Trudeau again, and Justin didn't disappoint him. $260 million again to fight the war in Ukraine. Keep the war going, folks, even though our own military is being starved of resources and funding. Typical, typical, typical. Lots of money for Ukraine, though. So Zelensky invites his 98-year-old veteran, uh, a guy who fought the Russians, except he was on the wrong side in the Second World War. He was, he's a na former Nazi, former Waffen-SS member. He fought with the 14th Battalion of the SS, called the Galatia Division. It was specifically established for Ukrainians to serve in. It changed its name in the dying months of the war because it didn't want to be associated with the Nazis. So it became the first Ukrainian division. Sounds pretty innocuous, doesn't it? But not so, not exactly. So we are, <laughs> we are learning more and more about this as the day goes by. And I, I understand the speaker who introduced this guy is going to be issuing an official apology on behalf of the government of Canada for allowing this. Now, why did the government apologize today? Because a lot of people are upset. Not because the mainstream media even bothered to repeat, report this story. No, it made it on social media first. And a very few, I, I think, as far as I know, maybe one or two outlets have reported this so far. One Jewish publication in the States. And that's one of the reasons Trudeau's obviously in going through conniptions right now because the Jewish community is extremely upset. Of course they are. <laughs> a Flavin SS member to a speech by Zelensky. This whole thing was ridiculous to begin with. This clown from Ukraine comes to Canada begging for more money, which we continue to give him so he can go back and kill more Ukrainians in this useless war that is only benefiting the military industrial complex, the munitions makers, the only ones benefiting from this war. It is absolute stupidity. But how dumb can two world leaders be as to invite this guy? Yeah, I almost feel sorry for him. He's 98 years old. He would have been 18. Would have been 18 years old when this division was really moving around at full speed in 1943. So it was probably very susceptible. I blame these idiots, Zelensky and Trudeau, for putting him front and center at this event. Obviously, not even doing their research or just not caring. That's how Zelensky is very supportive of Nazis in Ukraine, of these regiments that are neo-Nazi, that, that contain members who really admire what Hitler did and what the Nazis did in the Second World War. They're very anti-Semitic. I know Zelensky is Jewish. That doesn't really matter when it comes to the dynamics of politics. He's playing along and he's doing this. So how in the hell did this happen? I... It's it's an outrage, but I want you to watch 
the speaker here. And I'll have a few comments. This is the speaker, Anthony Rota. Ukrainian-Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. His name is Yaroslav Hunka, and uh, I was going to say he's in the gallery, but I think you beat me to that. <laughs> but I'm very proud to say that he is from North Bay and from my riding of Nipissing to Niskaming. How nice, how nice. <laughs> from the speaker's he's riding. He's a Ukrainian hero, a Canadian hero, and we thank him for all his service. Thank you. Standing ovation, folks. Every member, every member of parliament is standing like trained seals, clapping, applauding for this man because they don't know anything. They are just told what to do. All right, I want to make a few comments about that because this is absolutely ludicrous. So this guy from North Bay, how the hell did he get in the country in the first place? Well, we, we know from an article by noted Ottawa journalist David Puglesi, that Canada let in thousands of often SS members after the war, just like the United States did bringing in rocket scientists, Nazi rocket scientists through Operation Paperclip. The door was open. And of course, decades later, they're all looking around saying, how did this guy get in the country? Ah, he would. And the thing about the 14th Division of Galicia, according to the Simon Wiesenthal, if we can find that one here. Here we go. Yes. The Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center. Simon Wiesenthal, who has passed away, of course, was the famous Nazi hunter who was responsible for find, locating and getting Nazi war criminals to justice. The center, the Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center said that they were appalled that Canada put this guy on the stage, essentially, during Zelensky's speech. And they noted that that this regiment that Hunka belonged to had committed war crimes. In fact, I read today that the 14th Division was responsible for murdering a village of Polish Jews, a thousand Polish Jews. Now, every Waffen SS member wasn't guilty of war crimes and atrocities. Many were, and some of them were some of the more pronounced and outrageous and horrific war crimes of the Second World War. And that division was responsible for them, according to the Simon, Friends of Simon Wiesel's Hall Center and other sources I looked at today. So this is bad news for Canada again. We are looking pretty stupid because we have a very stupid prime minister who will give Zelensky anything he asks for, who wants to keep this war against Russia going forever. As he continues to give Zelensky our leopard tanks, which is Zelensky is having destroyed, 
one by one in the war. Trudeau gave him more armored personnel carriers today, which we don't have to give away. Our own army hasn't got the, the resources and the material to function. But Trudeau thinks it's great to give them to Ukraine so they can have them destroyed by the Russians next week. This is insanity because we have a prime minister who just doesn't think. And Zelensky is a clown. He's a clown. He's not Winston Churchill reborn. He's a clown. He's, he's Bozo the Clown reborn is what he is. Some guy running around the world in a tracksuit with a bag open asking for dollars from everybody and getting them. There's no way he can win this war. We need peace in Ukraine. We need to end this war, not to keep it going. So as we edge closer to a nuclear confrontation, it's got to end. It has got to end. And that's what these guys don't understand. So this was an outrage, but it's just so predictable from Justin Trudeau, who got back from India, made an ass of himself again on the world stage, is trying to convince everybody that India now is interfering in our politics and our judicial system, committing crimes in Canada, and let's forget about China. Yeah. But this is an example of how stupid world leaders be. Another thing Anthony Rota said there, which I want to point out, he said, how this, he, he called this guy a hero. He called Hanka a Canadian hero for participating with the Waffen SS. And he said he was a hero because he was fighting the Russians in the Second World War. Well, guess what? I've got a revelation for you, Anthony Rota. If you even went to high school, Canada was an ally of the Russians during the Second World War. Russia virtually won the Second World War on the Eastern Front against Germany and thereby really won the whole war against Germany. And to say that he's a hero for fighting against Canada's ally in the Second World War means Rhoda is either an imbecile or he doesn't understand the basics of Canadian and world history. We were fighting with the Russians in the Second World War. No wonder what, 45, 50% of high school kids think Canada was fighting with the Germans, with the Nazis in the Second World War? Maybe because of idiots like this who don't know their history and who think Canada's always been fighting the Russians. Does that remind you of George Orwell's 1984, where the state of Oceania had convinced everybody that the current enemy had always been the enemy, that they hadn't been changing sides over the decades? Exactly like this. No, Canada hasn't always been fighting the Russians. In the Second World War, they were our ally, and they did more to defeat the Germans than any other country. 20 million Russians lost in that war. The, the fatalities and the casualties make everything on the Western side, the Allied side of Britain, the United States, Canada, and other Commonwealth countries pale in comparison. And that's just a historical fact. Yeah. The regime at the time was very, very bad, but that doesn't change history. They were an ally in the war. And, and this confusion, this idiocy in thinking that guy was fighting on the right side of the war makes Canada look outrageously stupid and unable to re relate or even remember its own history. That's all I got to say about that. I think it's self-explanatory. You know, and I think if you if you look at what's going on here, it is the usual nonsense of Justin Trudeau 
not thinking. Now, I want to mention one thing as well before I leave you today. Uh, we've got a special edition of Substack going in today, and it's my perspective on the 1 million March for Children, which occurred on September 20th, last Wednesday. It's, it's my written observations about how I felt as the, as the master of ceremonies, how I felt interviewing people, how I felt with the enthusiasm, the joy, the happiness of that day. I want you to have a look at that. That's going out later today. And I think it's it's going to be worth reading. It's like a like a New Yorker piece is how I would describe it. It's an extended visual analysis of what happened that day and why September 20th, 2023 could be a turning point in Canada's history. How that day could be an annual day to bring back sanity and common sense to Canada, to take our country back, to take our children back from the state, and to end and ridiculous policies in the school that are indoctrinating our children. So please have a look at that. I'd also remind you, please ring that bell. Please subscribe. Please become a member because we've got to beat Trudeau's internet censorship. You ring that bell, you'll get notifications of my next report on Creighton's right and my stand on guard episodes. I want you to know when that's happening. Thank you for your financial support that has been coming in. Please, please do what you can to help us out here so we can make this a strong, viable station that's going to continue to bring you the news, continue to report the news, continue to be out there talking to the people you want to hear and bringing you the news you need to know that you're not going to hear the mainstream media. You're not going to hear much about this, about this former member of the Boffin SS, this Yaroslav Hunka, being invited to Parliament and the mainstream media because they like to protect the Trudeau government. They love to protect Trudeau government when they can, and they will about this. I guarantee it. So thanks for watching today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of Creighton's Right and Stand on Guard. I'll be with you again tomorrow. God bless and have a good evening.